Hi there and welcome to the sixth workout in the Get Fit by Rowing series. Now today's row is one of the max effort rows. What we're going to do is 20 seconds as hard and fast as we can, followed by 10 seconds rest. You're going to do that eight times, which amounts to four minutes. You're then going to take one minute 50 rest, I'll explain why later, and then you're going to do it again, and then you're going to do it again, right? So this is what I call Tabata, Tabata, Tabata. I've done it a couple of times on this channel, and we're doing it again for this series. Now, because this is a max effort row, we're going to do a five minute warm up, okay? But I want to make sure you're properly warmed up. So if after that five minutes you're still not ready to hit this one as hard as you can, pause the video, keep on rowing until you're warm enough, and then restart the video and row along with me, okay? Right, so to get into this warm up, we have to set up our machines first. Now, I'm on the concept two today, so that means that I have to make sure my drag factor is where I want it to be. If you don't know where you want it to be, just set your lever between four and five and then watch the video I have on this channel about drag factor. If you're on something else, just set the resistance, whatever you have, so you get a nice feel from the stroke, but it's not too heavy. You don't have to like really lurch into it. Next up, if you can, set your monitor to eye height so you're not having to look up, not having to look down. And finally, get those foot stretchers height things set so that you you can get to the front of the machine with your shins in a vertical position comfortably. If you're set too high, you can get a bit bound up, set too low, it'll bind your toes and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm in socks, so I have two holes showing as a size 10 feet, in case that helps. The strap is covering the balls of my feet. And that's kind of a good indication for where you want it. So this first minute of the warm up, we're going to take nice and gentle as we always do. And then we're going to go progressively uh, just increase the intensity a little bit, back off a little bit. But we're not going to do the drills on this warm up, okay? We're going to just do five minutes warm up just to make sure we're ready to go, okay? Here we go in three, two, one, let's go. So a nice gentle start for the warm up. Just get your body moving. I've been sitting at my desk all day and so I need to remind my body that it also does rowing from time to time. So I'm just pushing with my legs enough as though I was standing up out from a squat. And then I'm thinking about my body positions where I've got that forwards tilt into the front and arms straight as I push with the feet and then that helps the force the pressure of the stroke go up through my body and into the machine and I can feel my body starting to work with the stroke and then after this one if you want to just push a little harder with your feet put in a bit more pace and we'll get to right about that pace that you'd be rowing a low intensity workout at. So your breathing rate will start to climb. Heart rate will start to climb, but this won't feel like hard work at all. And then what we'll do is once this minute is up, we'll do 15 second bursts of slightly harder and then back off just to get our body used to working with a bit more intensity ahead of today's main session. Okay, so let's take two more and then just increase your pace a little bit. 
you can keep the same stroke rate if you want and just push harder with the legs it's a good way to get that intensity up that's on here and then take it down to that low intensity pace again where it's not quite as forceful two more strokes take another one and do that again see if you can go a little bit faster push that little bit harder with your feet one more and then settle down to that slower pace this is a useful way to just increase intensity without tiring yourself out one more let's take that pace up again really think about that connection between feet and hands one more slow it down you want your feet to push into the machine at the same time your hands connect to it that's on here let's go nice and fast again for 15 seconds I'm increasing my stroke rate now back off so if you haven't already for the next two bursts get your stroke rate up to closer to 30 okay one more here here we go doesn't have to be bang on 30 but I want your stroke rate up higher and power from your legs use it off go one more of these two more Ooh. okay last burst get power from your legs stroke rate up you see you're going nice and fast now last one and then paddle home for the last 15 seconds right one more stroke and we're done with the warm-up so like I say if you want to continue warming up please do uh, have a quick drink move up and down the rail, maybe continue doing light rowing once you're happy, while I quickly explain what it is we're doing today. Okay then, I hope you're all warmed up for today's session because it is Tabata, Tabata, Tabata. What that means is 20 seconds rowing really hard, max effort, high stroke rate, full power, followed by 10 seconds rest. You're gonna do that eight times, you're gonna take two minutes rest, do it again, two minutes rest, do it again, and we're all done, okay? Now, it's a little bit complicated in terms of timing. I've programmed this into my monitor as four minutes with 150 rest, four minutes with 150 rest, then four minutes. 
because when you do this this way, it's 20 seconds or 10 seconds rest after, we're gonna be done in three minutes 50, but there'll be that little 10 seconds rest at the end of it, okay? So if you're using the pre-programmed option on ErgZone here, you'll see that it's down as four minutes, 150, four minutes, 150. But you can program this in however you want, okay? As long as you do the max effort uh, part of the rowing here and you're up at zone five really quite quickly, to be honest, um, from heart rate point of view, then you're doing it right. Okay, so remember, this is a maximum effort. I can't state enough how maximum the effort is for this row. Controlled, but maximum. You ready for this? I think I've stalled enough. <laughs> you ready then? In three, two, one, go. So, get that stroke rate up. I'm at 35. And get the power in. I'm at 136, not that that matters for you. One more stroke. So that's the first one down. Takes 10 seconds rest. Five, three, two, one, go. We'll try and get that handle away smoothly, but quickly. And that'll help with your stroke rate. Two more strokes. 10 seconds rest. Four, three, two, one, go. Hopefully by now this makes sense for what you're meant to be doing. Two more strokes. Oh, 10 seconds rest. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh. Try to keep your power going in. Work at max. Three, two, one. Oh. Breathe. Four, three, two, one. Go. Short and sharp, but a lot of effort. Three, two, one. Oh, 10 seconds to recover. Four, three, two, one. Go. Still find a rhythm. Three, two, one. Oh, it's getting harder to talk, I'm afraid. Five, two, one, go. One more after this one. Three, 
one coming up five two one go push with the legs nice high so great two more one more right so, for a little 10 seconds to count down, and then, boom, one minute 50, rest. Now, if you're not doing this as a row along with me, then by all means, program this as the individual 20 seconds with 10 seconds rest in between. The reason I'm not doing it that way for row along is that the Concept2 monitor introduces a little bit of a delay sometimes as it ticks over between intervals. And as we can be 24, if we were both the second out with each other, by the end of this workout, we could be like 40 to 50 seconds out of time with each other. Have a drink, less than a minute to go. So really, you're only working, what, six, uh, seven, twenty-eight minutes? Is that right? In total? I got my maths right there. I think I have. <laughs> but these eight minutes are gonna be just as good for you is a long, slow half-hour row. Oh, and if you're not in the same state as me, you're not working hard enough. 15 seconds to go. Now, if you want to start doing some light rowing to get the flywheel moving before the beginning of this interval, please do. Otherwise, we're going in five, four, three, two, one, go. Oh. Got me said, my body had not recovered as much as I wanted it to for the start of this interval. One more. Make sure to breathe. Five, four, three, two, one, go. But this is why you don't go too intense on the session before. Last one. You want to make sure you have the energy for this row. Five, three, one, go. Push with the legs. Two, one. Keep that power coming from the legs. Five, 
three, two, one, go. And try to think about posture and body angles. Two, one. It's easy for things to collapse. Three, two, one. I'm just concentrating on zero heel lift. One more. Three, two, one. Three more to go. Hardly talking now. Five, oh, three, two, one. My heart rate monitor is slipping. Two more. It's okay. I don't need it to tell me I'm at max. Oh, three, two, one, go. Three, two, one. Oh. Uh, fix my heart rate. Uh, it's the my zone switch that I'm using. The arm band version of it, which I have to. Set the right part and the right tightness on my upper arm. Or, as you saw, it slides all the way down. It's a great heart rate monitor, but possibly I should use the chest strap version that comes with it because you get the switch has an arm, upper arm version that has a wrist version and a strap that all come in the same package that's why it's called a switch so I can switch where I wear it but today I've been a little bit lazy and didn't put it on my chest so Whew. I don't think it's actually reading my heart rate quite right up here anyway like I say, 
Today's not about heart rate. Today's just about knowing. If you're not destroyed by the end of this, you've not gone hard enough. 15 seconds to go. And then our last one. Oh, remember, if you want to do light rowing, you can. Otherwise, we're going in five, four, three, two, one, go. This, this feeling heavier and heavier as I go through the workout. Two more. Remember, that's the thing with concept twos. More effort you put in, the heavier it feels. Four, three, two, one, go. Because you're fighting all of that air that you're now moving. Three, two, one. Whew. Five, three, two, one. Do really try to think power, pace, effort. Because you have to put it in here. Five, three, two, one, go. For such a short workout, if you're not at max, you're not getting the benefit. Three, two, one. Oh, halfway on this last one. Four, three, two, one. Oh, come on. Come on, John. Stay strong. Three, two, one. Oh. Five, three, two, one. Three left. Come on. Breathe. I'm down to single words now. Two more. Two to go. Six. Four, three, two, one. We're almost there. Keep powerful stroke rate high. Three, two, one. One more. Oh, then we're done. Five. Three, two, one. Come on. Make this 
your best 20 seconds. High rate, maximum power. That's one. Oh. 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 Take a moment. Compose yourself while I load in a two minute cool down. Oh, I was kind of uh, resorted to like motivational speaker, just one word speed, <laughs> stroke rate. Oh, Tabata, 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 ouch. So I should call that. Tough, tough row, but hopefully you're feeling the benefits of it. Right, so two minute cool down. Oh. Take it to the kind of the slightly harder than standing up pace, okay? At 20 strokes a minute and then slow down. You know the pace to roll this at. Okay, in three, two, one, go. Oh. Oh. So, there was no drills today. Normally, I do, in the warm-up, single leg rowing, and then arms and back only, followed by legs only rowing. We didn't do that in today's row. So, by all means, Continue the cool down. In fact, no, I tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. Let's just do 15 seconds of each to finish off the cool down. That's more sensible, isn't it? So there's proof that I make this up as I, <laughs> as I go along. So, two more strokes. Then we're gonna put one foot on the ground and continue rowing with just one leg in. And this will just help you with flexibility because you've only got one leg in. Let's swap legs. Don't worry if it's taking you a lot longer than me to swap. You can either roll on a bit or just, as long as you've done a few strokes, you're fine. One more here, then put both feet back in, legs straight and roll with your body and arms. So swing over your body pull in your arms, then out with your arms and rock forwards again with your body. Right, and let's roll into the front, force tilt, straight arms, push out, legs only. So all you're doing is hanging off the handle here and concentrating on the connection between your feet and your hands. And we're done. Oh. I'm gonna have a quick drink just to give you time in case you're still cooling down a little bit. And then we'll get into some stretching. Please do the stretching side of things. That was a tough workout and your muscles will be asking for it. Now, if you don't have time, at least take a moment to stretch your quads, your hamstrings and your glutes. Not in the shower, but maybe 
in the changing rooms or something on the way there, stretch them. Or Stretchy John will tell you, will show you what he's doing sitting on a mat if you have space, or I will show you what I'm doing still on the rowing machine if I don't have space. So put your feet back into the straps, slightly loose so you can flick your toes up against them, hands in the air, and fold oh, forward. And just make sure you've got that fold right to get the feeling of the stretch into your hamstrings. And just chill out here for 15 to 20 seconds. And take a moment to whew, recover, because even, even the cool down was a bit frantic off the back of that. Oh, that was a tough row. Oh, right, so let's move on to glutes. One leg up on the rail, bring your other foot up over so that your heel is in the crook of your knee. Then bring that knee across your body so you've got a straight line between your face, your knee and your foot. Hold it in place with one arm and then rotate round. Uh, I hold on to the back of the machine to help with that rotate and it gets a nice stretch into your glutes. Now due to microphone issues that I had at the beginning of the week, I've actually, this is me recording it at the end of the week. Um, so there was like a temporary row that I'd had to stick in, one of the older Tabata 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 ones, until I managed to record this one. But in many ways I'm quite pleased because what it did is it gave me an extra couple of rows uh, to continue to build my fitness before doing this one again. So. Not that it matters for you guys, you can still go uh, five, six, seven, eight, rather than going five, seven, eight, six, which is what I've done. Change legs. What am I doing? That one. Um, but yeah, it's like having done oh, another long, slow row, and even yesterday's 30 minutes at the three, two, one chunks, which was a great row. I mean, if you're, so if you're doing this as row six, See when he gets to row eight of this series. Oh man, I loved that row. It's like three minutes, two minutes, one minute, uh, increasing uh, intensity. So then you go back down to three, two, one, then three, two, one. But it just, it's, oh, it's such a good row. It's the reason why the thumbnail on that one says you love this workout. Well, I loved it, but I don't want to make it about me. Right, we're doing quads next. So I'm resting one hand on the monitor to steady myself as I flick the up opposing opposite yeah leg up behind me and then holding on to the bridge of my foot not my toes i'm just giving a little bit of force against uh well pulling on my leg to help with that stretch into the quads i'm not pulling too hard here okay i'm not trying to snap it uh but i am pulling and trying to keep a good posture enough that i can get that stretch i'm gonna swap legs and then try not to fall over Whoop, and do the same thing. So you can see that I'm holding up like more towards my ankle here rather than my toes. Because if you pull on your toes, you end up stretching them and you can like hyper stretch the tendons down the front of your shin and things. And it could just, could end up an injury and we don't want that. Ooh, I'm wobbling all over the place. Possibly because my legs are so overworked from that workout. I really do hope that you got the same amount out of that workout as I did. Let's do hip flexors next. So one foot on the ground in front of you, your knee is directly above your ankle. Your other leg is behind you, knee on ground, toes up. So you should have 90 degree angles on both legs. Hope that makes sense. And then, still following Alan from Power Physio's uh, suggestion, have a nice uh, posture to your upper back and then squeeze your glute and like tense it and then slight lean backwards. And with the, that, that kind of tensing of the glute really does make a huge difference when it comes to whether you feel the proper amount of stretch. If you don't squeeze your glute, 
you still get a wee bit of a stretch, but the moment you actually engage and just give it a little bit of a, so I'm squeezing my glutes. Rrr, rrr. <laughs> the moment you do that, you actually feel that kind of uh, fire of a stretch. Still haven't really worked out the best word to describe a stretch. Okay, let's change legs. So same thing again, tense that glute, slightly lean back, keeping a good posture. What would you call it? It's like a burn, but burn always makes it sound like, like a burn is effort, isn't it? Talk about the muscle burn from working out so much. So you don't really want to talk about stretch burning. Surge, radiate, don't know. Answers on the postcard. Leave that as a comment. Let me know how I should be referring to that sensation of a stretch. The heat, no, it's not heat either. Anyway, I mean stretch is really the word. You can feel the stretch of your stretch. Okay, so we're gonna do wrists and forearms first this time. After, well not this time, because yes, oh, whatever. You'll, you'll not, come row eight, you'll not understand why I just said this time. So, hands together in front of your face, push them together, bring them down in front of you, and you should find that you get a nice stretch into your wrists and your, underneath your forearms. And if you're pushing your fingers together, then you should get like a little bit of a stretch into there as well. Now, it depends how, like at one point I was saying about the weight of the flywheel increasing in that workout because of the amount of air that you're shifting because you're rowing faster. So there's a chance that your arms have taken, like your forearms or whatever, have taken a little bit more strain than they normally do because if you're at a higher rate putting in power, you're shifting more air. So it definitely does feel like you've got more strain against the flywheel. So you may have slightly sore arms. And even if you're like, but I don't pull with your arms, just literally hanging off the, the handle and that kind of finish is enough to get you right in there in the, the forearms, trust me. Right, shoulders next, hands straight out in front of you, bring it across your body and then hold it against your body with your other arm. That should get a nice stretch into your upper delts, which just trying to find, I was doing, so, one of the sessions, I think it was, was session one, maybe even, uh, I was talking about how, and I couldn't have been one. Was it one? Four? Well, I don't know. How I'd, <laughs> how I'd entered a new routine and was kind of training and eating better and all that kind of stuff at the same time. Um, and part of that is that in the mornings, I will alternate one morning I'll do, let's swap arms, one morning I'll do bike for 10 minutes and then ski erg for 10 minutes. And then the next morning I'll run for 20 minutes and then I'll do bike, ski erg, run, blah, blah, blah. And I'll kind of alternate. Uh, well, today was a ski erg day, uh, the bike and the ski erg. I definitely feel uh, there's something in my kind of upper, I think it's my rear delts. Um, I've got a little bit of a twinge going on from, from the ski erg. But this kind of, I kind of, I made sure to back off so I didn't get injured. But this is why I need to do the ski erg so I can get a little bit stronger on it. Because I'm not really very good on the ski erg. You'll notice I've not made any videos about it. It's because I'm still not quite there on it. And I don't want to start making videos and saying, hey, this is how to do it when I'm clearly not doing it right. So, I like to at least pretend I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, right, we're done. Okay, right, so we're going to do biceps next. So I just get a little bit lost as to where I am. Hands behind you, so your ski jumper, and rotate your thumbs outwards, okay? Whee! And that will stretch the long head of your bicep. Just watch out you don't do anything weird to the tendon going into your thumb while you're doing this. I'm saying that because I suddenly feel that my left hand from rotating around something went, not twang, but went, hello, hello, I'm, I'm your tendon. I'm not too sure I want you to be doing that. So just watch. And then if anything, if any time you're doing any stretch, if something feels wrong, stop it. In fact, actually, anything you're ever doing, 
whether it's stretching or exercise or whatever. If it feels wrong, don't do it. <laughs> Put your hands up in the air. So then bring them down to touch your spine, your elbow will point up in the air. Use your other hand to help that elbow back and you should find you get a nice stretch into your triceps. It's the same with when I'm uh, ever, if I'm ever lucky enough to, be, to have someone shadow me when I'm doing my day job as an editor. Um, one of the things I'll, I'll always say to them, this isn't quite the same as what I just said, but it's kind of along the same lines, uh, is that if, you, if you're editing something and you, you get the sensation that, mm, or sensation that you're like, I'm not too sure if that's right, go back and address it. If something feels wrong, it probably is wrong, so go and fix it. So from TV editing point of view, that's what I do. But swap arms, uh, but if it's anything to do with your body, uh, then if it feels wrong, stop doing it <laughs> or change how you're doing it. Because you don't want to end up with something going twang because you're like, ah, I'll be fine. That's the kind of thing you can get away with when you're like 15, 16, because you wake up the next day and your body's already healed itself. But uh, once you get up there <laughs> into your 30s plus, your body doesn't quite heal as quick. So I noticed, noticed that in my mid 30s, I think it was when, um, oh, I'm done, when I uh, had a cat, Aussie. And Ozzy used to like to come up and visit us in the middle of the night and kind of walk over our heads and things while we're trying to sleep. And there's one particular night that she did it and I was just kind of like, I was like, oh, I just want to sleep. And so I picked her up one-handed to put her down into the middle of the bed. She didn't like that. <laughs> she was like, uh, no, I'd rather be up here. And she kicked out with her, her back leg and got me right across the back of my hand. So it turns out that my microphone did not enjoy the story about the cat and it started to crackle away again. So either there's something a bit weirder going on or that microphone's going straight back to Amazon. <laughs> it wasn't that exciting a story anyway. Basically, she cut the back of my hand and as it healed, it healed as a scar. And it was the first time ever really that I'd cut myself and then it hadn't just healed normally. So that's the, that's the story. Very boring, really. Anyway, so that was today's workout. I do hope you enjoyed it. You can see that I certainly went through the ringer for it. So hopefully if you put in max intensity, you will have found it just as tough. In fact, Tabba tough, as I've called it in the thumbnail. So let me know how you got on with it uh, and leave me the hashtag getfitwithrollong. But there's one last thing I want to bring up before I say goodbye. And that's in one of the uh, 20 second intervals, I was saying how I was just concentrating on no heel lift. Now that's got nothing to do with me saying, oh, you're not allowed to lift your heels. Lifting your heels is bad. Don't ever lift your heels because actually you can lift your heels, okay? As long as it doesn't cause other issues, it's perfectly fine. But I was concentrating on keeping my heels down to give me something to focus on while I was rattling up and down the rowing machine at 38 to 40 strokes a minute. When you're going that fast, you can't think about absolutely everything that you're doing. You can't think about straight arms, forest tilt, and all that stuff. So if you can focus on one thing, which for me, in order to stop having over compression at the front, which is concentrating on no heel lift, that's what I did. Okay, so I just wanted to clear that up before I say goodbye. Is all right? Cool. Right, so I hope you're enjoying this series. Please leave me a note and say how you're getting on with it, and I will see you in the next next row. Until then, row well, be well. Bye-bye.